What's up, guys? This is Stephen Bennett. You're listening to Walking On Into Life and Leadership Podcast. So glad you guys are here, and I can't wait to get started. Welcome back to Episode 7. This is your host, Stephen Bennett, a.k.a. Dr. B, your friendly neighborhood uh, orthopedic surgeon and bone doctor. I can say Dr. B now because I've officially graduated medical school. Uh, Super happy and excited about that. I can't wait to take the next step into orthopedic surgery. And if you didn't get that friendly neighborhood reference, we might not be able to be friends. You might not be able to listen to this podcast anymore. Uh, That was in reference to Spider-Man, Marvel series, superheroes, uh, the best movie series out there. And uh, all kidding aside, of course, if you don't know who Spider-Man is, we can still be friends I'm just never going to invite you to the movie theater with me to have way too much popcorn, Reese's Pieces, and pop. Uh, One of the best things in life, in my opinion. But anyways, I hope you loved our Fearful series. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I found it very beneficial to myself, and I hope you benefited from it just as much. Um, I really want you to know that everything I choose to talk about, I'm teaching myself just as much as you. I'm in this with you. I'm learning with you. And each topic that I choose to speak is because I feel it might be relatable. It's something that I am struggling with or passionate about, and I hope that you are too. So I really hope you enjoyed that series. It was fun for me to be a part of, and I hope you found some value, some inspiration, and some encouragement through that. Um, This is the last episode of the season that's just me. Uh, Episode 8 is going to be a guest speaker who I announced at the end of this episode. Um, We will move on to season 2 after that, and I'll let you know when that's coming. I'm not entirely sure yet. I'm working on it. I can't wait for it to start, but I I like the season aspect of the podcast, and I hope you do too, and it builds some excitement up for season 2. So, uh, This episode, I called it Dreaming Big and Real. And we're going to talk about dreaming. And I'm not talking about what goes through your head when you're asleep, uh, whether that be a nightmare or a dream or whatever it may be. I'm talking about our everyday lives. Uh, What goes through our head? That kind of makes us stop in our tracks and say, wow, if I could just do this, if I could just change my job, if I could just start that workout program, if I could just go on that trip, if I could just start that business, if I could just go back and earn my degree, that would be so cool. It'd be so fulfilling. And I'd, I'd be so happy with myself. And I want to preface this by saying no accomplishment is going to bring you fulfillment. Individual accomplishment will not bring you fulfillment and no individual success will bring you that satisfaction that we're looking that you're looking for. What we're really talking about is something that's been persistently on your heart. Um, Take this, for example, the New York Times, you might have heard this before. The New York Times did a study and and found out that 81 percent of Americans want to write a book, but less than one percent do. Why? Why is that? Why do dreams? Why do we want to let them stay in our head? Or maybe another question, are we even dreaming big enough? Are we are we following some dreams that have been in our head, but they haven't been big enough. They haven't pushed us out of our comfort zone. They haven't been anything that maybe we would look back on and we say, wow, you know what? I really took a risk there. I, I really um, am so glad that I did that because without it, I wouldn't be who I am. And so I think the question that I want to ask you, are any of your dreams, do they stay in your head? Do you feel like they're unrealistic? Uh, do you think that they're big enough? What is it that's specific to you that goes on in your head that the dreams that you have that you want to have and do to create the life that you want to live? And I think this is an important topic because 
it really is a great starting point for anyone in history who's ever accomplished anything great. They had an idea in their head. They had a dream in their head that was persistent. It wouldn't go away. And they just had to act on it. They felt called to it. They felt passionate about it. So they did everything that they could to accomplish it. And really what dreams do is they ignite the passion in you to become all that you were meant to be. But in a way, we have to know how to dream. Uh, and I'm going to explain that in this episode. It's kind of an odd topic, but I, I, I really do believe that everybody dreams. Everybody has aspirations to do something, but they may not always know um, how to act on it or how to deal with it or what the steps they can take to maybe make it a reality. Why not you? Seriously, why not you? This podcast, uh, public speaking, writing a book, those are all dreams in my head. I mentioned that in the very first episode. Those are goals that I have. Uh, I want this podcast to impact thousands of people. I want a book that impacts thousands of people and I want to be a keynote speaker at an event one day. I really have always been a dreamer. Uh, Game-winning shots in basketball, uh, getting good grades in medical school, years down the road, graduating medical school. Um, I've always been a dreamer. I've always had these things in my head. I've always had a pretty clear vision of what I want to do. Um, But what I haven't been very good at and what wasn't natural to me was putting those dreams into action, taking the steps to make them a reality. Uh, My wife laughs at me because I... I, uh, there are certain songs that I've always had in my head that, especially when I was younger in high school, that I, I would have played through my head and, you know, it kind of builds up to the very end of the song and they're about to, to lay down the hammer and it's about to be louder than it's been the whole time. And I've always envisioned myself making a game winning shot at the end of those songs. And till, still to this day, it's, it's a quick trigger uh, for that memory. And my wife laughs at me because there'll be songs that I'll still be pretending to this day uh, as a non-basketball player anymore, just as a washed up retired guy that I'm still making game winners. But I did that with so many songs and other dreams too. And it was always so fun for me, to be honest with you. It was just fun to think about those things. But here's what I didn't want to happen. And this is a big thing with dreams. I, I didn't want to sit on the sidelines dreaming about my success only because I was too afraid, too afraid to put myself in the game and risk failure. So I, I, I had all these dreams in my head and I said, I have to do something to make these dreams a reality. So what's fun for you? What do you dream about? Uh, I, I also could have titled this podcast envisioning or, you know, how to have a vision, but I like the word dream better. I think it brings out the kid in us. It brings out the ability for us to allow any idea be possible to bring any idea to the table. Nothing is too big. Nothing is too scary. Anything can be real. Kind of that kid mentality. Uh, but, but really, you know, let's get into this dreaming. I've, I've talked all about it. We're going to divide this up into two parts, dreaming big enough and dreaming real enough. So let's start with dreaming big enough. And I think there are really three steps in dreaming big enough that can help you propel yourself to be all that you can be. So the first step in dreaming big enough, don't fall into the what I call the mindset traps. These mindset traps, there's two, friend traps and hometown hero traps. So first, the friend traps, your friends, truthfully, I know you've heard it before, but I'm going to tell you, your friends will always make or break you. If they don't think big enough, if they don't think anything can be different than maybe what their parents did or, or what the, their hometown has to offer, they aren't conducive to your growth. If they're not lifting you up, if they're not pushing you towards those big goals, if they're not telling you that, Hey, that really is possible. If you put in the work, you have a natural talent for that. Then you need to find better friends because when you surround yourself with people who are better than you, who are more talented than you, or who lift you up, you're going to be better than you ever would have otherwise. And the second trap that we talked about in the mindset trap, this hometown hero trap, 
and this is especially true if you live in a small town, don't don't let the popularity or the positive comments from, from just the people that you've known your whole life or in your town, let you be satisfied with where you're at. Just because you've maybe accomplished a little more than the average person in your hometown, or you've got a little more of a high higher profile, or you've went to school longer, or you've got a better job, um, don't let that commonness of your hometown opinion let you settle. Uh, don't let that make you relaxed. You have to push yourself beyond that. You have to make yourself uncomfortable. So don't let those friend traps and don't let those hometown hero traps really put you in your comfort zone because you have to, you have to get out of that comfort zone. And that's the second step in dreaming big enough. You Everything you want, but you don't have is on the other side of your comfort zone. And when you get out of that, when you step out of your everyday life and do something that's a little risky, it really opens up your mind to different career possibilities. It opens your mind up to seeing just how much potential you actually have. All the growth that you will ever have in life is outside of your comfort zone. I promise. If you think back now to anything that you've done in your past that has really lifted you up, that's made you better, you're going to know that at the beginning, before you started that, not now, not that, not now that you've done it, but before you started that, you might've been a little nervous. It was something different for you, something scary from you. Really all your growth is going to happen outside the comfort zone and staying within it in the comfort zone is really the number one enemy to your progress. So getting out of your comfort zone could lead to failure. That's a reality. That's part of it, but you're going to be better because of it. We are, we talked about failure in, in the fearful series, and I hope that uh, you can make some good ties and connections into that. In the last step in dreaming big enough, so we talked about don't fall into the mindset traps. Don't fall, or excuse me, don't fall into those mindset traps. The second thing was get out of your comfort zone. The third thing is read. Leaders are readers, right? Still true. I know you've heard it. It's a buzz phrase. But truthfully, reading is one of the quickest ways to improve yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, to help you be better than you were before. It helps you learn more, understand better, and improve so much of your everyday life. It's one of those keystone habits that we talked about into the Walking On Into Life episode, episode two. There are multiple studies, including the Mayo Clinic, that say reading helps with sleep, helps with cognition, helps improve your vocabulary, and helps improve your mental health in a variety of different ways. So those are a few things we talk about dreaming big enough. Don't fall into the mindset traps. Keep your mind open. Don't fall uh, or excuse me, get out of your comfort zone. That's the only way you're going to grow. And the last thing is read. And those will be great steps, simple, practical, and can, you can do it today to help you start dreaming bigger. So next I want to get into dreaming real enough. There are three steps, again, three and dreaming big enough, three and dreaming real enough. And I could really kind of sum this up in two words, and that would be emotional intelligence. So dreaming real enough, there's three steps. There's self-awareness, situational awareness and people awareness. So let's dive into the first one into self-awareness. You need to ask yourself a lot of questions. Where am I at in this moment? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What am I passionate about? Is, and maybe even deeper question, is this really something I'm truly passionate about or is it just a hobby? And an example for me with this is, um, I love the show American Idol. It always lifts me up. People are following their dreams. People are inspiring uh, myself around with, along with so many other people in the country. Uh, they're so talented. Um, but the first time when, when the new season came out, when it had Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie uh, as the judges a few years ago, I was so inspired. I was like, you know what? 
I'm not only going to be a doctor. I'm not only going to be an orthopedic surgeon. I'm going to be a side musician making music guitar videos. I'm going to self-teach myself. I'm going to go buy my acoustic guitar. And that I did. I went and bought a $200 acoustic guitar. I'm good at being inspired to buy expensive things uh, on a side note. But uh, that's what I was going to do. I knew it was going to be part of my career. And I was a month in. My fingers hurt from all the chords. Uh, trying to learn a new chord. I couldn't spread my fingers out enough. And I was done. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. It was nice while it lasted the season of American Idol is over. My passion for this has been lost. Um, and so I stopped. And that was that was a hobby. Um, that wasn't a passion. I like music a lot. I like listening to music. But as far as my passion for putting in the work to be even remotely close to a musician, I, I didn't have it. Another example, uh, say you love cars and you want to be a salesman. You work behind a desk right now. You hate it. You're like, I'm going to be a salesman. I love cars. I'm going to sell them. Uh, but you don't like talking to people. You don't like extending conversations or trying to convince someone a product is better than another one or sell them, or you might feel icky doing that. Um, be really honest with yourself. If that's you and you love cars and you say you want to be a salesman, but you don't like talking to people, uh, then, then being a salesman is not your, your, your passion. Maybe you need to dive a little deeper and say, maybe it's a mechanic. Uh, maybe it's detailing cars, something along those sorts. You have to ask yourself and be so self-aware. The second thing, situational, situational awareness. Uh, you need to ask yourself, again, more questions. What, who, excuse me, who are those around me that are counting on me? Uh, can I take, take this risk financially, uh, relationally? How will my wife or my husband or my kids be impacted by this? You need to figure out exactly where you are in this moment how your dream might impact those around you. And now, if now is the right time, you might be able to, you might not be able to take the full uh, go to that dream, but you might be able to take small steps without actually making the changes and then wait for the right time. Um, just like with this podcast, I use this podcast a lot um, because I think it's super relatable. I've been passionate about speaking for a while now. My wife and I did this thing called the marriage journal. Um, super good exercise if you're newly married. And one of the questions was you met with, once weekly went through a set of seven questions and it was kind of common ground for you and your significant other to meet. And one of the questions is, uh, was, uh, what are your goals and what are you passionate about or what excites you? And I always said speaking, I want to find a way to public speak. Uh, I want to find a way to impact people through my words. Uh, but I, it wasn't the right time. Uh, I was still studying really hard for medical school and I felt like I didn't have the time to really one, invest the money, into good products to invest the time into the research and the time it takes to create these episodes. Um, but what I did was I, I kind of practiced talking. I practiced talking in the mirror. I slowly bought the things over time that I might need to create a podcast. And then at the end of medical school, when I had about a two month gap, I went all in, I went all in. It was the perfect time to create it. And so now here we are. And hopefully you listening to this, listening to this episode are enjoying it. And it was just, boom, it was slow and steady. I had to wait for the right time at the right moment so that what was maybe the most important at the time, which was my medical school studying, didn't become more of a priority or excuse me, that this podcast didn't become more of a priority than what was most important. So you have to keep that in mind. You have to make sure what's my number one priority and you can't let that slip. So wait for that right time. Um, you need to be able to compartmentalize. You need to be able to separate them and identify again, the right place at the right time. So the last thing uh, in dreaming real enough, so we talked about self-awareness and situational awareness. The last thing, people awareness. Who do you surround yourself with? This goes back into the friend's trap. Do people around you lift you up? Or do they bring you down? Are they honest? Do they have the same values as you? You are who you surround yourself with. We've all heard it. It's so true. And unfortunately, it's really not easy for us to rise above the standards 
of the people that we surround ourselves with. You can do it. Uh, you, you can raise the level of those around you, but it's really, really hard if you're around somebody every day who brings you down. You can go a lot farther. Not only that, you can go a lot farther, but do it a lot faster if you surround yourself with the right people. You should never, ever be the smartest person in the room. You should always have the ability to get in a room with people who are so much better than you, who are so much smarter than you, who they make you feel uncomfortable because you know that you're quote unquote, that you don't belong. I did this at Butler. When I first got there as a walk-on, I was not even close to being competitive. I was the worst player on the team, but I knew I could get there. I knew it was a day-by-day process. So I stayed and I knew that all of these guys, um, so many of them were going to be professional basketball players after that, whether overseas or in the NBA, that they were going to lift my level of play. And I truly, I never would have become as good a basketball player without doing that. They lifted me up. Another example from my own life when I pursued orthopedic surgeries, you have to go on these audition, what they call audition rotations or away rotations. And that's essentially where you spend a month with the residency program around all the different residents and all the different attending physicians who are older than you, more wise than you in multiple ways, uh, who know the routine of what's going on. And you have to put yourself into a situation to make yourself a better student and a better applicant. It's essentially a month long interview. And I had to do that for six months um, with mul- with all these different programs. And it was uncomfortable, but I became, I became a smarter student, a more efficient student and better people person than I ever would have otherwise. I'm Here's the thing about kind of getting out of your comfort zone or making around being around things that are uncomfortable in a positive way. You're always going to be so glad you did it. You're never going to look back and say that was the worst experience ever. I never should have done it. You are always going to be happy that you did and be better than you ever would have otherwise. And so th- this, like I mentioned, this is the last episode of just myself talking and I just want to, I want to end it by getting as real as possible. I truly, truly believe that whatever the dream is in your heart, you can accomplish it. it it's going to be hard. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to question yourself. It's not always going to work out the way you want on the path that you want or the timing that you want. But if you stay persistent, if you stay intentional, if you stay disciplined, you can and will accomplish your goals. I promise you this walking on into life and leadership is a lifestyle. It's a day by day process that pushes us forward to be the best that we can be. It's an unwavering faith and positivity that things will work out. I promise you that everything you need to accomplish all that you want and be all that you can be is inside of you. You already have it. I promise Keep walking on into life. Keep taking it day by day with this mentality, with this lifestyle that I have a goal, I have a dream, and I'm going to pursue it with everything that I have. And it's going to be day by day. And I'm going to be so laser focused. I'm going to take the necessary steps and make the necessary sacrifices to get there because I don't need to be some world-renowned speaker already. Nobody ever became a world-renowned speaker without starting in the first place, without sitting in their closet, making a podcast episode like I am right now. You have to start, and I promise you that you will be so glad you did. You will impact people because of it, and you'll be better than you ever would have otherwise. Thank you so much for being here. Again, we talked about how to dream big and real enough. The first uh, aspect of dreaming big enough, uh, we talked about three things. Don't fall into the mindset traps, those being the friend traps and the hometown hero traps. Number two, get out of your comfort zone. Everything you want but you don't have is on the other side of that comfort zone. And number three, and dreaming big enough, read as much as you possibly can. My goal entering residency is one book a month. Right now I'm doing one book a week. Um, And then we talked about in dreaming real enough and being aware of the reality of where we're at. Three steps in those, being self-aware, 
Number two, being situationally aware. And number three, being people aware. So that's what we've got for episode seven. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your time. I truly do value you as a listener. And that's why I do all of this. So thank you so much. Please subscribe to the show if you liked what you heard. Please leave a review, whether that's one star or five star. Uh, Let me know how I can improve. I want to make this as best as possible for you as a listener, like I've said before. So my email is in the show description. My links to social media accounts are in the show description. Leave me a personal message. Send me an email and I'll get back with you as soon as I can. I want to hear about you, your stories, your thoughts and suggestions. And I can't wait to continue to improve the show. So please join us for episode eight. I'm going to be interviewing Eric Day, one of my great friends. He is such an awesome guy. His story is unbelievable. It's inspiring. And you're going to gain so much insight and value from listening to him and what he has to say. So please join us for episode eight. It'll be the last of season one. And I promise that you will not be disappointed. Keep walking on. You're going to be one step closer to your dreams and goals if you do.